0: You are now listening to the Paper Cuts comic podcast with Dean DeFalco, Dan Ryan, Evan Goldstein, and Matt Much For the comic podcast with the most personality this side of the galaxy, it'll always be Paper Cuts. Over to you, Dan. Thanks, announcer guy, and thank you for checking out the Paper Cuts podcast, issue 78. I am your host, Dan Ryan, and joining me this week is Mr. Matthew Much, Butts. <laughs> Apparently going to be playing the role of Tina this evening, and Mr. Evan Goldstein. <laughs> hi, hi. Not joining us this week would be Mr. Dean Defalco because he is off at a symposium. Or <laughs> no, something. really?
1: It he? I think that he is. Is it? A, yeah.
0: Does it qualify? I don't know what the. Well, if mine qualified is. as a symposium, his <laughs> qualifies as a symposium. <laughs> Your snow day qualified as a symposium, <laughs> yeah. so Dean's uh, Dean's actual thing, whatever it is. No, he, uh, he what was it? I, He's I learning about Twitch.
2: He's yeah, learning sure. about success in Twitch streaming. Hmm. And our,
1: our first question was both Matt and I had this question. Why aren't
0: they streaming it on Twitch? That's the question. It's a very, very good question. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. On to the comic books. It was uh, it was a week in which uh, not much came out that we wanted to read, but we all saw Batman versus Superman. So we're going to have some stuff to talk about in a little bit. Before we do, just keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, if this is your first time listening to the Paper Cuts podcast, we are going to spoil the books and we are going to use naughty language. So, uh, you know, earmuffs. <laughs> Naughty language. Okay. Naughty. We work blue, which is still my favorite way of saying that. But anyway, let's uh let's go ahead and start off with a book I'm never going to read again. Uh Suiciders, King of Hell A, number one.
3: Mm-hmm. I don't want to be uh, a dick,
0: but <laughs> Who picked this? Let's go with Dean. Everything we didn't like, Dean picked this week. Okay. Has um, anybody sorry, I don't mean yeah, to no, go ahead. No, no, go yeah, ahead. Has anybody
2: read the Suiciders series prior to
0: this to precipitate N- the selection. No, no, nothing else came out this week, and it was written uh by Lee Bermejo, and he's usually really good. Oh, well, um,
2: okay. There's that then. Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> I, so I'm assuming you have read the Suiciders before this. No, no,
0: I've just read Lee Bermejo's work. No,
2: Matt.
1: No,
0: oh. I have no.
2: Oh, no. so we don't. Was there a Suiciders before this? I believe there was. I believe uh, I've seen it, but I'm not positive.
0: Okay. I don't know. And we're not going to research it. So nope. Tough. Uh, suiciders, uh, Kings of Hell, A, number one. Uh, it's a new the book. Oh, I just book. got that. Did you? <laughs> I did. I read the whole issue. I didn't get it until
2: you said it right there.
0: Sometimes sometimes a joke isn't funny until you explain it. Yeah, that's this, that's how that works. Yes.
2: I'm, I think I said on a previous cast, everything's funny when you say it slowly
0: and deliberately. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, a new vertigo book from DC uh written by Libra Mayo, uh with art by Alessandro Vitti. Um and let's let's talk about that art right away because uh you know, I know Matt is uh is a big fan of the uh the courtesy breasts in a comic book. But uh we got a little bit more than a courtesy breast in <laughs> we got this comic courtesy book. Courtesy
2: birth. <laughs> we got
0: courtesy birth canal. And like they didn't bury that shit either. That's on like <laughs> page 7. Yeah, there's a there's yeah. a birth. Well, it's more of a
1: crowning, I guess. Yeah, no. Well, <laughs> the head's out. <laughs> the head's out. Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: true. I mean,
3: true.
0: cat's
2: out of the bag.
0: The ca- <laughs> cat is certainly like and here's the problem I have. Like this is where my dumb brain went. Um looking at this picture. Mhm. Which one? Are we talking the birth picture? The birth picture? Yeah. Okay. Quake um, baby. <laughs> the Quake Baby is coming. Yep. Uh the mom is on the ground, legs Akimbo.
1: Akimbo.
2: Uh
0: there is there is someone delivering said baby. Yep. Not wearing gloves or anything. Which nope. I you doubt know, he washed his hands. either. He probably didn't. Um but the way that this picture is drawn, this kind of shit drives me crazy. It, like, it looks as if the lady was lovingly placed inside of the bent metal that is around her thighs oh, and anus. I if you look it at it, it really looks that way. Yeah. And if that baby comes out, it is going fucking face first into some rebar.
1: Well, it, that's that's the the problem when you have a child in a post apocalyptic <laughs> scenario. Actually, it's not even it's not even
0: apocalyptic because it's post quake. It's just post quake. Post quake. The big one. Um, well, and then one. looking at the panel that is underneath of that, the kid's legs are too is... short. I'm sorry. There's what?
1: His the kid looks the kid like the 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 toddler the toddler yeah yeah. he, it, he looks like a like you know how midgets have disproportionate
0: body parts little, little people little yeah. people Please. they have. He looks like a midget. He does. He does. But uh, aside from that, there is a whole mess of space that doesn't have any sharp metal pokey bits in it. All of, the they, other space. <laughs> All of the well, other space. When you space gotta is give fine. birth,
1: you gotta give birth. So, so she literally just dropped trout and popped out a child.
0: Yeah, and as you can see, her, her, her,
1: her, her pants are still on one leg.
0: Yeah, she's missing a shoe. <laughs> anyway, so uh, the story of this book is uh, the big one happens, and it's uh, which is a, a pretty trite story. Um, It's been told a thousand times of the big earthquake that finally comes and destroys that cesspool known as California. Um, No, I I joke with our friends in California. You're not all a cesspool, just Los Angeles. Um, Oh, boy. Well, you know, we are uh, New Yorkers or North Jerseyers. Yes. don't like Los Angeles. That's how it works. This is true. Right, I, mean, I, I
1: agree. I just didn't say it out loud. You, you said it. So,
0: aren't we like? Isn't that a thing? I'm just trying to play the part, Evan. <laughs> I thought we hated
2: Boston. That's
1: what I heard. <laughs> Them too, but
0: that's des- yeah. beside the point. Well, that's, that's more baseball. of a rivalry. Yeah, not a hatred. Hmm. Anyway, back on track. So the big, the big earthquake happens, and Los Angeles is uh, destroyed, as it is wont to be. And we know it's destroyed because there's pictures of the Hollywood sign being just smashed down and fires and then people just living in the streets and kids wow, skateboarding. This, cause this guy has a thing with missing shoes. He really does. I don't know what that's all about. But uh, we see the uh, the main characters of the book uh, they are, as they are growing up. Um, a gang of uh, young hooligans uh, come and take... The children's father out of his car and shoot him in the head, uh, smack the kid Johnny in the head as he uh, tries to get out, like he goes after him with a skateboard. They just kind of uh, pimp slap him in the back of the head and uh, drive off with dad's car. Don't know where mom is. Then we jump forward and she's the probably sister, still
1: impaled on some rebar. <laughs> she
0: probably is. The sister's probably like 19 or 20 now, I would guess. Is uh, skateboarding. Trixie isn't is that's her name, right? Something mm-hmm. to that effect. Trix. Something like that. Yeah, Trix. Uh she is out skateboarding through the debris. And uh again, this kind of stuff just drives me insane because if you're gonna put it in a comic book, like I will deal with men flying around in their underwear, shooting laser beams out of their eyes, but there is no physical fucking way you could skateboard where this girl is skateboarding. That's right. <laughs> Like, it's so far outside of reality that it's just silly.
2: (laughs) Okay. It's It's somebody drawing, somebody skateboarding, who has never skateboarded. Or walked, apparently. Like, I... I, You see, this is... Okay, that's the thing that
1: you find upsetting. I look at the next two pages. I guess Mm -hmm. it's 12 and 13. And -hmm. the way the digital comic is laid out, those are the two pages I see. And within two, four, six... Eight, ten, eleven panels. Three of them have people with mouths wide open. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Wide. Yelling. Yeah, but that, just, that's right. yeah. <laughs> just, that's what I see. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, it's not good. It's not, it's, it's just a shame. Because this could have been good. It could have been, yeah. So, uh, anyway, um, These kids live here in this city, basically, and there's going to be gang warfare, and uh, they go... Apparently, Trix is pregnant. Um, The coyote is a guy who runs a pawn shop and apparently is some sort of gladiator thing. Um, He's got a poster of himself holding his big-ass fucking sword, and uh, he's trying to talk to his kid, but his ex-wife won't let him. He's got a a sword hanging up in, in his pawn shop, and the gang, Johnny and Trixie, their gang, come in, and they... They want to buy the sword and uh, apparently dude they, says, they,
1: they do it by showing their teeth.
0: Yes. Er, so I, er, I want to buy this sword. Look at how intimidating I am. Er, and uh, dude says it's not for sale as they're having uh, this conversation. The other group, uh, uh, the other gang shows up. The and Casey Joneses. The Casey Joneses. Yeah, they're all wearing hockey masks. And a big fight breaks out, and dude grabs a sword and starts slicing motherfuckers to pieces. And interspersed with all this violence, we see uh, a sperm penetrating an egg. And then we get the, uh, the last panel is, uh, you know, there's another life is being born into this world, the children of chaos and blah. And, like, you're right. It, it could have been good. It could have been great. It could have been. It could was not have? great. I don't Well, yeah. I mean I... I I Evan, what did you dislike
1: here? Okay, the, the I have no feelings for the two main characters at all. Like I have no attachment to the two children that I'm supposed to care about because their father got shot in the face in front of them. Or right. In, they in the seem the like
0: head. assholes yeah. who kind of deserve to have their father be shot in front of them.
1: Like I the best part of this book was the big burly dude who I when I read it, his voice was um the guy like the Marlboro man guy that that was in you know Roadhouse, Patrick Swayze's friend. Patrick Swayze? No, 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 his friend. S- Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. That guy. Yeah, That's Sam his Elliott. voice. That that was his voice for me. The other guy was more like the main characters were more of like eh, I want your sword. Like no. It wasn't kinda good. like a syndrome yes. from, from the yes, Incredibles. There you go.
0: Yeah. It just, it just felt, it felt It was flat. a miss. Yeah, it was. Everything felt a bit off. Matt, what did you think overall? I mean,
1: obviously oh, I, you didn't I like didn't,
0: it, but. I didn't like
2: it, but uh, I mean, so are we to believe that the quake occurred and then, you know, the rest of the nation, which was ostensibly fine, just left LA to be like the Mad Max Universe, sure. Like they're just that. Like, that's what it appears to be. Like, huh? That. uh... Well, that it seems like they're, tr- on the they're trying to scale, help, so it's all
1: over. They're they're trying to help because they're sending, you know, planes in with those
0: fucking crates on the parachutes in the very beginning. But, like, but apparently FEMA ran out of money at some point, and they were like, "Ah, fuck them. They'll be fine." Yeah, it's, it's just, just yeah. no.
2: It's also, um. It's also kind of like l a as I'm aware of it, except with fewer roofs, <laughs> 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 so really the the quake is just uh an unused well, it's a used, but it's not exactly an integral plot device, just like, oh well, this is kind of how it is, but it's also you know kind of an exaggerated uh future i don't I don't know
0: it's rubbish, I don't know what. <laughs> it 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 felt like it felt like a half finished idea yes like i have this idea for the story wouldn't it be cool if and then that's where it stops which (laughs) surprisingly enough we might notice as a theme with dc later on this evening anyway uh uh, that's not fair okay it was totally fair not fair low blow We'll one is a down.
1: number, issue number one, one is
0: a 50, okay? So, <laughs> go scratch. Next. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Um, so, yeah. Uh, no for me, Evan. No. Matt. No. <laughs> Moving on to Godzilla Oblivion number one from our friend, well, my friends at IDW Publishing. Um, you know, keep sending me the free stuff. This is uh, uh-huh. a brand new, yeah, we talked about it. This of... is a brand new Godzilla book written by uh, Joshua Fialkov. Apparently, he has dropped the Hail uh, from his <laughs> uh, pen name uh, with artwork by Brian Chirilla or Chirilla. I apologize, Mr. Chirilla or Chirilla. Either way, your name is said. Um, so, okay. I don't know how I feel about this book.
1: How about let me ask you first this okay. question? Okay. What
0: were you expecting? Nothing. I had no idea. Okay. I yeah. I I, never I honestly thought I would expect.
1: breeze through this book because it would just be pictures of monsters with no words. <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised when they showed me scientists in the beginning, and I was yeah, like, "Oh, well, this may take okay. a minute."
0: All right. Yeah. Fialkov is a good writer.
1: Yeah, like, I think he's, I, he's I, a yeah, very, but it's very, very God's good writer. Fucking Zilla.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. So anywho, At, so okay, um, let me ask you a question, mm-hmm. since that's apparently how we're doing this podcast today, <laughs> um. A and this Q&A a a with the paper cut screw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mr. Goldstein. Sir and sir. What are your feelings on uh, on Godzilla? You a fan? Don't give a shit. Um I am more of a classic Godzilla kind of guy. Uh-huh. Not the
1: new stuff. I mean, I did like sort of like the Cranston one. Mhm. But really
0: because of Cranston's acting. Um right. but well, Godzilla's in that one for yeah, you know, spoilers for a 3-year-old movie all of like 38 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs>
3: really but they did title screen, it a Godzilla
1: movie and so yeah. but I'm like it's it's a giant monster breaking shit. That's just supposed to be a good time on screen. Yeah. That's so. I'm okay with it. It's not like I hunt them
2: down or anything. Okay. Matt, what about you? I am conceptually a Godzilla fan. <laughs> But whenever I've sat down in front of one, classic or modern, I I watch it with like three quarters interest. I'm just not that into it. But when you okay. tell me like, "Oh man, Godzilla," I'm like, "Yeah, Godzilla, <laughs> fuck yeah!" But in practice, There's that thing I sort actually like. not. <laughs> Interesting. I guess it's just giant monsters, you know? That's awesome, but I don't actually like them
1: (laughs) (laughs) but you don't actually dislike them either no i don't see
2: i don't i i spent a lot of time reading this long retrospective series on godzilla and i was like yeah yeah i remember some of this stuff and this is cool stuff and some of it's dumb but it's it's like good (laughs) dumb and so i kind of i follow along the outskirts and uh i mean i wasn't excited for this book which was okay because I, I actually liked it, it turns out. I like the theory
0: of the book. Yep, yeah, I, like I, the theory. <clears throat> I, I liked this. <clears throat> him, him. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we have D- to be professional.
2: Dare, dare I say, this is a... I could be wrong, flat out wrong, but is this a unique approach to the Godzilla universe, like literally and figuratively? I
0: think so. I
2: think so. I think they're taking the theory of the most recent movie...
1: And incorporating it into their comic universe because, as um, I don't know if you guys remember, Godzilla was the pseudo hero at the end of the most recent Godzilla book or Mm -hmm. Godzilla movie. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's right. In every iteration,
0: Godzilla has always been the pseudo good guy. But yeah, he's always kind of like... Ah, he's a destructive asshole, but we kind of love him anyway. But we kind of like him
1: because he saves us from the other, more yeah, he destructive assholes. Worse.
0: Yeah, he's like your Uncle Terry. So? He's like just this side of like really fucking racist, but is like funny anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. Uncle yeah. Terry. Got it. Oh, Uncle Terry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but what what they they've done here is now they're like the st- the society that where Godzilla is is sort of like being controlled by him or by his mm-hmm. whims. So it's a different sort of spin on it.
0: Yeah, so uh, it's, let's... It's uh, kind of a... Oops.
2: Yeah, no, go ahead. It's kind of a, a logical end to where Godzilla is the less bad guy. Right. Because if there's just continually monsters and Godzilla keeps defeating them but otherwise is just terrorizing mm-hmm. the rest of the world, that's kind of where it ends up. We've never seen it before. Right. But that's kind of it, it. it. It's the logical yeah, so conclusion. So,
0: yeah. The the premise of the book, as we are dancing around the topic, and again, spoilers if you haven't read the book yet, um, we start off with a scientist uh, doing some scientific shit in his lab, and, and he's not he doesn't seem 100% confident that his machine is going to work. Uh, and then in walks a, a power-hungry business lady who, uh, who has financed this whole operation? And we see a picture of a a just this giant machine that looks like it has a bedsheet between it. Oh, uh, I was, was thinking more of a runny nose. Or yes, it's it's <laughs> snotty or sheety. Um, either way, I just thought it was liquid. Yeah, li- liquidy. It it seems <laughs> like, fluid. Like the Stargate. Oh, spoilers. For the next page um, and it turns out it is kind of indeed a, a, a stargate of sorts. They turn on the machine to test it. it seems like everything is working and it is a portal to another dimension, another universe a an alternate world, if you will and but they, at that yeah. point we get our
1: first identifier that mm-hmm. something is not just quite right right with the noise of Shrk.
0: <laughs> we don't know where that noise came from. No, but it is an excellent noise. Yes. I thought it was my stomach. I read this around lunchtime. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, continue. <laughs> so the uh, the lead scientist, the guy, this is his life's work. He steps through with uh, with the business lady and her security team into an alternate world. And he says, you know, according to my research, we should not have moved in space at all. We should have moved in reality or in dimensionally but the physical location is still the same so where the hell is my office why is everything destroyed and <laughs> turns out that everything is destroyed because uh they get attacked by fucking um god i can't remember which monster this is supposed to be don't know um the pterodactyl looking one it's yeah, sort I of either. i think it's sort of rodan oh, but yeah
3: can we call but him terry
0: not, what's that can we call him terry yeah, the pterodactyl-looking fucking thing. So Terry shows Same up. Same name as my uncle. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> uncle Terry, the fucking racist prick. Um, he shows up, and this booming voice comes out of nowhere. And on the next panel, I got really happy because my favorite Godzilla thing is Mechagodzilla. Like anytime I see that, it's like, <laughs> he. Your, your solution <laughs> to fighting a giant lizard was to build a giant robot lizard. <laughs> That's awesome. That is a good, good plan.
1: <laughs> I see that no is- f-
0: nothing wrong with that plan. <laughs>
2: To fight the monsters, we built monsters of our own.
0: <laughs> it's the best idea ever. Like, oh, God damn it! these lions are just terrorizing the savannah. I know, giant robot lions. <laughs> like, what the fuck?
2: And there's just one thing. They chose to step through this portal the moment it opens for the very first time without so much as a probe being sent through. Nope. And the only thing they go through with is, <coughs> is two guys each with a single Uzi. Yep. Yeah. Actually, I think it's three. It's three guys. But still, okay. only three Uzis. Well, three makes it okay. I thought it was two, and that
0: was absurd. <laughs> <laughs> so, god damn
2: it. It
1: quickly, if I'm not mistaken, it quickly devolves to two, because I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure one kind of, of, of them went. got eaten. Not
0: a hundred. Goes... <laughs> so, uh, Godzilla shows up and uh, tells the, the citizens to disperse. The situation is under control, uh, and then he fucks up uh, this pterodactyl Rodan looking thing. Um, the people are, uh, as one would imagine, as you step through to a, through a dimensional portal. I'm not sure exactly what you expect, but I'm pretty fucking sure it it wouldn't be that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be high on my list of expectations.
0: <laughs> no, no, it just it really wouldn't. So they start running. Uh, they one of the uh, security guys gets uh gets eaten. Mm-hmm. Um. And then we see uh, some mercenary, military-type people, uh, Team 1 or Team 2. I don't know who the hell these people. Team 2, they were. Um, doesn't really matter. They show up and uh, take the the visiting humans into a truck, and we get some uh, exposition, exposition. Uh, we explain that Godzilla is the monster that keeps all the other monsters at bay. Um, so you know, we except, pretty much do anything yeah, to we, keep him we happy. Yeah, we do whatever whatever he wants to keep him happy. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much the crux of the story. They decide to, uh, to turn around the scientist and the businesswoman are like, all right, we need to get the fuck back to our own place. Cause this is some old bullshit. And as they are running back to the portal, uh, King Ghidorah shows up and King Ghidorah starts following them to the portal. And wouldn't you know, it makes his way through. Oops. And that's awesome.
1: See, that's why you close the screen door when you leave.
0: Yeah, always. You just don't leave the fucking door open. Yeah. Um, and that's where we kind of leave this book. Of the portal is open, and King Ghidorah is there now on our world, and he looks really mad. And I'm fucking stoked about that because I really like King Ghidorah. I really like Godzilla. like. I am I'm big into Godzilla, man. Like it's it's fucking it's a big deal in my house because my daughter, a huge Godzilla fan as well, which. <laughs> You know, was not my doing. Sure. She, no, I I promise it's it's not. She kind of discovered it on her own. And wait a second, loves, isn't she like four? No, there's six. Okay. They're gonna be seven soon. Okay. Um, but my one daughter Penny, and I don't know if this is a thing, and I only bring it up because it's an interesting, uh, sort of thing that we've noticed. Um, my daughter Penny is autistic, and she loves. Godzilla, and discovered it kind of on her own, and is really, really into Godzilla. And we have a couple other friends, <clears throat> people we've met, that also have autistic children, and their autistic children also love Godzilla through like no connection of other than being autistic. and that seems to be a thing, like we've done some research online, and it it seems to be for whatever reason the godzilla franchise and movies speaks to uh, people who are autistic
1: so not only find... not only does godzilla save people from monsters right it helps children with autism. i mean come on now it's the best it's the, now it's officially the best thing ever <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's it's more the classic godzilla that appeals to um uh, okay well to people just, who are autistic because that's I, just good taste yeah, <laughs> certainly. Yeah, that's just people. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I don't really have a point bringing that up, other than I just thought it was an interesting little fact about Godzilla. But I, you know, all that being said, I really enjoyed this book. Um, the Godzilla comics are are either good like this one or fucking terrible. Yes, horrifically and, uh, bad. I thought this was good. Yeah. The art could have been better. I didn't love it. It seemed very simple. Yeah, it's passable. So. I mean, it's it's art.
2: Consistent, it did, yes. Yeah, consistent.
0: it was consistent. It did its job. The storytelling was was fine. There wasn't anything like super wonky about it. Like I didn't look at any panel and go, well, that looks ridiculous." Yeah. Other than going
2: through a quantum dimensional portal with three guys with a single <laughs> automatic weapon each. <laughs> <laughs> well, they just...
0: weren't expecting giant fucking monsters, Matthew. I You mean...
2: have to <coughs> expect giant fucking monsters when you're crossing through universal uh, barriers. Would,
0: would you say that if there is even a 1% chance we have oh, to take it as stop absolute it. fact? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, Godzilla Oblivion, uh, number one. I'm excited. I- I'm going to keep reading this because it's fun. It's Godzilla. It was done well. Uh, Evan? I'll check it out again, yeah. Matt? Yeah. All right. There we go. Uh, moving on. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Deviations number one, a book where uh, we don't have to worry about whether or not we're going to read the next issue because there's not going to be one.
2: Yeah, that was surprising. Um, of the deviations, the only one to continue, assuming they actually continue it, is the
0: Godzilla one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See? Godzilla's the best. Yeah. Um, This is uh the way the deviations book works. Or books work. There we go. Put the uh, s in the right place. Is put the uh, b- emphasis
1: on the right syllable.
0: The emphasis on the right syllable. That is correct. This is uh, kind of like Marvel's What If series, um, except they just they pick a certain moment in an overall storyline that they have been telling. Uh, Ghostbusters, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Godzilla, whatever, and uh, they zig when normally they would have zagged. Uh, Very well they, put. I like,
1: I like that description, sir. That's why you're the host. Good job.
0: That's why I'm the host. That's why I get paid the big bucks, and IDW sends me the free shit.
3: <laughs> yeah, See, if I keep putting it out
0: there into the universe, <laughs> it's going to send me free shit one day. It's going to be awesome. Like, somebody from IDW will listen to the podcast and be like, he's been asking for, like, two years now. Please just fucking send him, like, a, a courtesy Ghostbusters book or something. Oh, no,
2: I don't think it works. I've asked for many things for over two years and never received mm. them.
0: <laughs> Have you done it, like, recorded, though? Like, on air?
2: No. Well, so well,
1: there you, go. Now go. you know,
0: there's your mistake. You can't just put it into the ether. It's got to be like the <laughs> digital ether that other people can listen to.
2: Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> so if I ask that girl for a date now on this podcast,
0: mm-hmm.
2: because it's re- nah, forget.
0: Yeah, no, it's totally going to work. Totally going to work. Anyway, so uh, here we have uh, there was a moment in the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles storyline where uh, the Shredder kidnapped Casey Jones and uh, stabbed him, which sent Raph into like a berserker rage, and the turtles fucking kind of went a little crazy, and Shredder was able to kidnap Leo and brainwash Leo over to his side, and it was a pretty cool storyline. What this story posits is what if Shredder had killed Leo and was able to take all of the turtles over to his side? No, kill Casey. Or kill, yeah, sorry, kill Casey. So now he kill, has all four turtles. So now he's got all four turtles yeah. uh, on his side. What would happen in in that sort of world? And man, like this book, it's not the best book I've ever read, but holy shit, did it get me in the feels? Because like yes. every time the turtles went after Splinter, I was like, oh god, no! It's <laughs> no, just bad turtle. Wrong. No, stop it. Stop. <laughs> Stop hitting your dad. It's weird. I don't like it. How did Which I you, think is exactly what this book was supposed to do. How did you feel about the artwork? Uh, no? That's, that's kind of the way I feel about all the Turtles artwork. It's kind of like, eh, eh, eh I don't know. For, know.
1: Like, there was a couple of pages that I sort of lost me. Like, when Splinter was talking with his daughter. I don't know much about. Karai. Yeah. And that fox-looking dude. Yeah. Um, those I felt like were just out of place, but the stuff with the actual turtles and, and for some reason, that I uh, fucking when Slash shows
0: up, yeah, the big turtle that was a badass picture, right there. I thought, yeah, there, there's some really great pictures in here. I don't like the way Splinter looks. Um, they gave him like the uh, they gave him a Fu Manchu, but like a really L- like
1: stereotypical,
0: Fu stereotypically Manchu. <laughs> racist Fu Manchu.
1: Well, I, I'm i sorry, that scene where he starts tripping out, where he's fighting at one broad in the <laughs> dream zone. Like that's another beautiful image right there.
0: Yeah. Like it, it's the weird. Art uh, uh,
1: super it was, consistent. No, <laughs> but with that being said, there are some really solid images in this.
0: Yeah. It's, Anywho, sorry. I, I it, No, deferred. no. It, it's kind of the way I feel. Like I said, I feel the same about the Turtles books every month. Like, there's a couple panels where I'm like, fuck, that's really good. And then some others are like, oh, well. It can't win a month." Tight on a deadline, I suppose.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this one actually had two separate artists.
1: So I'm assuming the pages that look different. Well, <laughs> no, because... Well. No, that yeah, I like the I guess I just like the one artist because you can see on some of the pages, both artists worked on them. Right. It wasn't just like Bob takes one and John takes the other. So they mixed and matched a little bit.
0: Yeah, like and and to that point, there's there's one page here, um, I'm looking at page uh twelve where uh, kitsune who is the uh, the broad that you spoke of <laughs> so delicately earlier um, that's my thing is, i
1: say that i really don't mean I, it but no, i say I know, that I all that's the awesome. time
0: this uh these these dames <laughs> dizzy dame anywho this dizzy dame um yeah she is the uh, the one who's responsible for uh, brainwashing the turtles at the very bottom of that page there is a panel with her talking to shredder and it's one of the ugliest faces I've ever seen drawn in a comic. She has, like, rest, ever. She has resting bitch face. Yeah, it's not good. Mm-mm. But then a panel or two later, you're, or a page or two later, there's some really pretty shit again. Um, I thought the storytelling, though, overall was really good. Um, you know, Casey Jones being dead, his father getting the Purple Dragon Gang back together to go and fight Shredder. and like I thought all that was really cool the um, Gang back together get mm-hmm. the gang back together. The as Evan uh, mentioned it earlier, but the splinter kind of goes into a trance um, to fight Kitsune like on the ethereal plane or the astral plane as it were. And that was a fucking dope ass little sequence. It mm-hmm. was really cool. It looked great. Um, yeah. It really is like the artwork is just inconsistent. That's really the only complaint I have about this book. Uh, well, Other than it, that, I thought it was great.
1: I I think it could have done better with it being two issues. It felt a little rushed to me.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, I can see that. There, there it, was it is a an oversized story.
1: It is an oversized book. So yeah. if they did just two regular issues, I think it would have been paced, you know, slightly better.
2: Needed an intermission.
0: Yeah, almost. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I I enjoyed it. I. You wow, know, this no—that's a lie. This wasn't an oversized
1: book. It technically was an oversized
0: book, but it's all that
1: bullshit, bullshit at the, back, at the yeah. end. Yeah, I forgot about that stuff.
0: It's uh, it's super violent. There's a lot of death in this book, and you know, ultimately, none of these, uh, none of the death will matter. Everybody
1: um, dies except for the turtles. <laughs> except for the
0: turtles and the no turtles, the turtles. That's,
1: that's, it. It. that's it. Even the big one.
0: Yeah, that that last panel—it's the four turtles. <laughs> Spoilers—it's the four turtles and slash. That's it. Everybody. He's else technically a turtle. It's five turtles. The, the five turtles. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's I a mean,
2: turtle, but he's not a the turtle. Uh, right.
0: He, he's not a the turtle. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> sorry. I like I said, I enjoyed the shit out of this book. Have, I would recommend. Have deviation up. books come out
1: f- previously?
0: Yeah, there's like do uh, they do it
1: like once a year or something or is this just a new thing because I, you know, in it says it's a five week event.
0: There was a Ghostbusters one. Um
1: Ghostbusters, X-Files, Transformers, G.I. Joe. Those are tr- this Turtles is the yeah. last one. My question is, oh, is, is, is this is this a new thing?
0: I don't know. Okay. I, I, IDW and I have just recently started this work. In uh, that's why
1: I'm asking so, you. I figured yeah. you would have the inside
0: scoop. <laughs> I'll let you know about the upcoming plans for okay. more deviations. But, good to uh, know. Now yeah, I... I thought this was I thought this was cool. Matt, what did you think? Yeah, it was good.
2: I'm not a huge Turtle Comics fan, but uh, this was a pretty good book.
0: It's a. Would it, you recommend picking it up, even if you're not a big fan?
2: Yeah, I think so, yeah. All right. Although, well, the only thing with that, uh, angle is that I think you need some turtles knowledge of some kind yes. to really be into it. Because if you, I feel like if you came into this cold, which was, which isn't me, but you'd have no clue.
0: Yeah. If you do not know the Ninja Turtles at all, th- this book isn't for you. No.
2: But, this assumes a lot of knowledge.
0: Yeah. Which is good though. I I like it's a, it. Assumes I a lot of yeah. basic
1: knowledge. Like you know who the characters or play are. You don't really need to know the the story. You don't need to know that. Well, what happened before or after the point of deviation.
0: Right. It's like you know what I'm saying? it would be like being shown Batman's parents being killed like twice in one movie. I don't understand why you would do that you okay could assume
2: next book <laughs> <laughs> but just a quick uh contrast you could come into the
0: godzilla book cold absolutely get it right absolutely yeah just just saying yeah. I, I so uh our last book um also i think uh y- you have to have some knowledge at least <laughs> well,
1: I i i think we just chose this because it was a 50 and we said what the fuck
0: yeah, cuz there was nothing else that came out. Like, well, I mean there were other things that came out, but nothing like I don't want to talk about Daredevil number 5, uh, you know? Like it's Daredevil, it's good. Yeah. Buy it. Um Aquaman number 50. We have not talked about a mainstream DC book in quite some time and uh Aquaman number 50 is where we chose to go with uh with the upcoming DC re-rebirth. Um <laughs> I don't know what we're calling it. I feel like Afterbirth is just not a good name. No, it's um, not. <laughs> so we shouldn't go with that. No. But It was workshopped. <laughs> <laughs> but we threw it around uh, the
1: office for a couple of
0: days. Nothing stuck. No, no, it didn't. Um, everything is rebooting at DC again. Except it's not. Except it's not. Because I read some interviews today where uh, certain stories are going to be uh, completely brand new with uh, brand new continuity, like Superman in the upcoming DC Rebirth is back married to Lois Lane and has a kid and has his underwear back on the outside, which, I gotta be honest with you, is my preferred look for Superman because it just looks weird without it now. Well, the
1: the thing is, you have to wonder, if it's not on the outside of his pants, he's not wearing any underwear. Right. And that's just inappropriate. Right. Mother of God
0: just <laughs> super swamp ass. just awful. <laughs> Nothing in between. Um. So, like, yeah, but the Superman continuity is I'll, completely hold weird. Hold completely... on. Let me write
1: that down. Super swamp <laughs> ass. Let okay. Dean know that that's the title for the episode. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent.
0: So his continuity is completely new and different and, and all whacked out again. But I think, like, I think the interview I was well, reading said, like, Green Arrow Superman, is going to be... Right? Totally what happened in the new 52. I think Arrow's
2: going to be the TV continuity, isn't it?
0: At this point, we are two months out from the relaunch, and I don't even think DC knows at this point. (laughs) Entirely possible. (laughs) So let's just talk about this book we came into blind. Yeah, Aquaman, I, I read the first couple of issues years ago when... New fifty two came out and I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um I believe Jeff Johns was writing it, wasn't he? When Ooh. the New Fifty Two started? I think so. Oh That was a long time ago. Yeah, it was good. It wasn't great, but I mean oh, no, for Aquaman, no,
1: no. I loved that book. That did r- you? Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, the imagery in it, the the what they did with the character. Uh, up till that point, he was a fucking
0: joke. Yeah. And They turned the character around. Well, and that is why... And I will agree with that entirely. Like, Aquaman was cool. Like, Jeff John, Because I'm pretty... I'm 99% sure it was Jeff Johns, so I am going to plow forward, assuming that I'm correct. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Okay, okay, good. You got it. He did for Aquaman... Jeff Johns has this really um, amazing ability to take these characters like The Flash and Hawkman, who were shit mm-hmm. before he got to him to them and turned them into viable long term books, yeah, and he's done the same with Aquaman now, going into issue fifty, I felt like we were back to joking about Aquaman again, you know Did i you? I probably haven't read this book in at least i it's safe to say thirty five forty issues well, you know I, my, my I,
1: feeling is is that there was always a lightheartedness about his character. Sure. Um, the serious part about him was the shit between the humans and the Atlanteans, like his role as ruler. The jokes about talking to fish and shit like that—they have run through the whole book, so as to not take itself uber seriously.
0: I know. I just don't like it. Okay. okay. I, I I I really enjoyed this book. I, I I liked the book. I thought it was so pretty. I yeah. I, it has. It definitely has the DC house art style mm-hmm. going on, but it's a good art style. Yeah. It's good superhero art. Yes. Um, you know, so pretty much the, uh, the story of this book is, uh, the FBI shows up to investigate this crime scene, uh, at a rooftop pool at a hospital, apparently. Um, no, that's not a hospital. That's just where a medical chopper would land. Never mind, I'm an asshole. Uh, they they show up to investigate.
1: Glad we could be part of that conversation, Dad. Thank
0: yeah, you. Yeah, no, it's, you didn't even have to be here for it, but I'm glad you were too. It's okay, man. It's cool. <laughs> a murder in a rooftop pool, but not just a murder, a murder using a shark in a rooftop pool.
3: You murder might by be asking
0: yourself, how could a shark get up? Into a rooftop pool.
3: That's the I question of the issue. How,
0: how can a shark get up into a rooftop pool? It turns out it's not a shark. Oh. I thought... See, thank you. You, you got to come with the questions quicker. When I I'm set so, you up for it, I'm son sorry. of a bitch. <laughs> um, I thought this was going to be uh, the Green Lantern villain. The shark.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's,
0: that's where I thought we were going with this. King turns shark, out, maybe? No. Turns out not even a little bit. So the uh, the FBI is there assisting the yokel police, uh, who keeps making Jaws jokes. Um, he is just spouting out movie references.
1: TV timeout. I'm sorry. <laughs> the fact that you said the references of the movie. Did anybody else pick up the the um fucking what's the movie where the gangs are all fighting in New York?
0: West Side Story? No, no, no,
1: no. Gangs of New York? There's a... (laughs) The Warriors.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was
1: a fucking Warriors reference in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: Let's come out to play. Okay. Yeah, that one?
1: Just making sure that everybody here picked up on that. Continue with Aquaman. I apologize.
0: (laughs) Excellent. So uh, we cut from the investigation to uh, Aquaman going... uh, Talking to Aqua Woman now. Mera in... Full Aquaman garb and a uh, Garth Aqualad being there, um, and they are having some dignitaries, some diplomats, uh, come to their uh, their station. their Their on land uh, Atlantean embassy.
1: Yeah, they're doing a big like press junket.
0: Yeah, a hunket, as it were. <laughs> wow, really? Somebody will get the reference. I did. I can't remember the movie.
1: Okay. It is. <laughs> Holy shit! It's the woman with the big mouth and the dude who raised the boombox over his head. What the fuck is the name of that movie?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a Catherine Zeta-Jones and a John John Cusack. Cusack. But, uh, fuck. Continue. Hanks area. Yep. I have to go to the hunket. <laughs> so fucking funny. The movie's excellent. I'm not gonna tell you the name though. No. I'm gonna wait, let you it? sit on it. <laughs> I fucking hate you. I know you. High Fidelity. Do. Nope. No. No. High Fidelity is excellent too. Anyway, back I to was... Aquaman. Um, so Aquaman comes down, he's talking to Mera, and, and uh, they've got this uh, this whole big press conference set up, uh, but Aquaman has to go talk to the federal agents. Uh, so he goes outside, and <clears throat> the the <clears throat> the Atlantean embassy is called the, the Spindrift Station, and it's this really cool-looking thing, like, made out of coral. Apparently, they coral, built a place sorry. in a week. Uh, there's some more fish jokes about that, because there's a lot of fish, and you can get a lot done yeah, in a week yeah. if you have a lot of fish.
1: Uh, the only thing you get done is have a lot of dead fish.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um the Marish uh introduces herself as Aqua Woman to the FBI agent and uh apparently the lesbian of the two uh says she looks aqua amazing. Um
1: I actually like the part where she's like, there, I said it. Aqua woman. Okay. Aquawoman. It's out there now. <laughs> no, I'm it's just out gonna... there.
0: <laughs> it's na- it's done now. It's out there. I said it. Yeah, and then the next panel is Mara saying, uh, "You know, it's out there now. No taking, no taking it back. I said it, and it's out. I'm Aqua Woman." Yeah, I I liked her in this book. Yeah, I did too. She was kind of snarky, kind of snarky. It was. I'm sorry. It was.
1: I thought it was a really entertaining book. But continue.
0: Um. So the uh, they're having a discussion about uh, you know, these murders. Uh, she uh, the they ask uh, the. FBI agent to stop putting aqua in front of every word that she says, which is pretty awesome. Um, and Arthur agrees, uh, uh, sorry, Arthur, Aquaman, agrees to uh, go uh, investigate. And again, with the, uh, do you have an aqua jet? Because we have a helicopter. Uh, it's funny. So he comes in, and uh, he's got his pool scoop uh, sticking into the water, which is what one of the agents calls his trident. He asks him if it's a pool A pool scoop. Uh, Aquaman is trying to uh, communicate with the water, find out what happened. Uh, He can't communicate with the water, though, because it's dead. It's been chemically treated because we're assholes who like to swim in nice water, apparently. He can't understand what's going on, except he says there's an old, dark anger in the water. Which, spoilers, on the next page, the old, dark anger jumps (laughs) out of the fucking water. Yes. Yes. And it was a giant, Boosh. like, she-serpent-snake-fucking-thing. <laughs> it looked really cool. Uh, just, I don't know, even know what the hell to describe this as other than just, like, a giant fucking sea monster. Mm-hmm. It was pretty awesome. There's a fight. Uh, there's I don't know why this issue was so many <gasps> pages, because I so just... many of the pages were just fighting. I just realized that
1: that thing bit off Yokel Cop's hand.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. I just saw that. Yeah, it goes straight George Lucas on him. <laughs> oh. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right, yes, yeah, lots of fighting. But that this, I mean, like they're
0: posters. Yeah, there it was really I mean the artwork is gorgeous. <laughs> Absolutely gorgeous. Um, so they fight, they fight, they fight. Uh the sea serpent thing uh eventually ends up dragging Aquaman underwater, uh almost killing him, which is Kind Which, of silly, yeah. But Aquaman says he is able to—he's uh, able to stun the creature, uh, because it's more corporeal in the water. It's—it's uh, it's ancient evil is—I don't know—more real down there. Mm-hmm. And oh, when yeah, he...
2: they weren't in just water, they were in some kind of new kind of water.
0: Yeah, yeah. like some murky, depth, black. I'm throwing. thinking more of a own, dimensional thing. A, yeah, because they were only in a puddle on the street. Yeah, <clears throat> but they were—they went. Deep. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I read this book in like five minutes right before the show started. So it's, <laughs> it's, as I'm flipping through it again now, some of it's coming back. Yeah. Uh, so so they're fighting, and uh, Aquaman manages to knock this thing out, bring him back up to the surface, and it turns out it's a it's a dude. Yep. It's a dude. Who and they're calling uh, the monster? They're calling Deadwater, which is a fucking cool ass name. Good name. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really cool name. Solid it sounds name. like. It I'll sounds like something 14-year-old me would have come up with. <laughs> like, I'm going to start a band. It's going to be called Deadwater. It's fucking awesome. And you don't
1: understand us. You man. don't
0: understand me. Look at my hair. <laughs> so uh, they, they got to lock this guy up. And uh, Mara then uh, talks to Garth and says, you can start seating our guests, our dignitaries, Uh they start having a conversation about what's going on. People start asking Mara questions like reporters are asking questions about, you know, what's going on. She, uh, she makes a couple more jokes and, uh, that was really about where this book ended. Yeah. The, the, the theory is, is that they're trying to bridge the
1: gap between aqua humanity and regular humanity. And
0: <laughs> you gotta stop putting aqua in front of everything. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> I, that was a softball pitch to you there. sir. So. it really was, um, like, he's still missing the cutoff, man, though.
1: <laughs> they, did it, they did a good job. I enjoyed the book. I mean, if I, if it, if I wasn't afraid that it was going to end in two issues, I would probably mm-hmm. pick up the next two. But I don't want to invest. <laughs> My heart can only take so much. I, I, I might actually pick up the next yeah. two.
0: Because I know it's ending. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's going to be over. I know this story has a definitive... End. Here? Oh, do you? Do you know
1: that it will definitively be over in two issues?
0: I do. Okay,
1: because
2: they said so,
0: okay. and I trust them.
2: No, oh, you're the idiot. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well. Yeah. You've been talking. <laughs> oh, yeah, to they're Tiffany.
2: building towards something so big, and they're just going to end it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. So I'm Aquaman's a yes for me. A yes yeah. from Evan. Matt, you were kind of silent while I rambled on there. I'm sorry. What I were was your feelings?
2: Enthralled with mm. your description. <laughs>
0: No, it was good. As somebody who knows
2: next to nothing about Aquaman, this was actually a pretty good book. It would almost it's bring me in if it weren't for the fact that it's ending in two issues. It's a solid start on issue, which is which is weird. Which is weird for a fifty. I
0: yeah, yeah I thought that too. Like, <laughs> is kind of has, a weird jumping on point, but this a, is a well, <laughs> lot of
2: trappings of like a starter issue. Yes, a starter, especially the onslaught of aqua jokes like Mm -hmm. you'd think you'd think you'd spread them out over the past 50 issues you wouldn't cram (laughs) everything into this book with just you know all the the pointing out of weird Aquaman traits and tropes and quips and it was all right there (laughs) (laughs) all right on on Front Street that's how Aquaman rolls it was right
0: on the surface
2: didn't have to dive too deep (laughs)
0: water oh wait am i not doing this right <laughs> Just enough to uh, wet your beak Ooh, well done god i'm glad dean's not here he would have ruined all of this anyway so uh all right so all right
1: now elephant in the room wait a second now, now we have to be mindful we are we have been recording for an hour mm-hmm. so let's say 55 minutes of actual show yeah okay I know this could go long. Oh, it
0: won't. Okay. It won't. Okay. And by won't, I mean it will. Uh, so, Deadpool. <sighs> Deadpool. Great movie. Great fucking movie. God, love that movie. Highest grossing R-rated movie. Mm-hmm. Not surprising. Nope. It was excellent. Yep. Okay. So, thanks, uh, announcer okay. <laughs> thanks, announcer guy. Thanks, announcer guy. We all saw Batman versus Superman. <laughs> We all saw Batman versus Superman, and let it be known before we dive into our discussion. Again, spoilers, if you're still listening to this Holy point shit. and you haven't seen Batman versus Superman yet. Uh, spoilers, don't fucking listen. Bail out now. Bail yeah, out, out now. The, Pull the shoot. This is your warning. One of the few
2: times I'll tell you to do something that I did, see it in a matinee. Say <laughs> that <Yeah. have> price. <laughs> <laughs> let it also
0: be said. All three of us wanted, at our cores, to love this.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: My favorite Batman story is The Dark Knight Returns.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: By far. Mm-hmm. This was not has that. the look of that, but it, it basically felt like Mr. Snyder, and all respect to Zack Snyder, he's made some movies that I really like, It feels like. Stop, 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 stop. No respect
1: to Zack Snyder because he didn't give a shit about us. Okay. As fans. That's a fair point.
2: Not one shit
0: about us at all.
2: We can agree upon all due respect. All due respect. All due respect.
0: It feels like he saw the couple of panels of Batman fighting Superman in Dark Knight Returns and went. Yeah, I'm just going to make that, and I'll figure out the rest as it goes along. The Ultimately, I leaving the theater, well, I, I say theater, leaving the drive-in with my wife, <laughs> and th- this is the reason that I go to see movies in the drive-in. Tempted to is, run your car off the road? <laughs> yeah. <'cause, laughs> is because during certain films, I can turn to my wife, or she can turn to me, and we can go, uh, fucking no. Audibly and not worry about disturbing the rest of the people watching the movie because we're those assholes. But there were there were many times during like every time it got to the point where every time before Lex Luthor spoke, I said out loud, riddle me this, Batman, (laughs) and it made his dialogue much better. Let's start with Lex Luthor. Who must we? We must. Here's the problem that I had with Lex. It seems like they told Zack Snyder or whoever the guy who wrote this movie um also wrote Argo, which is shocking to what? me. Because no. that movie is Argo great. Wasn't Argo written by Ben Affleck? No, it, it had oh, a writer. Was just, it was
1: just directed. It was
0: just directed? Okay. Um he may have co written or had some writing credits on it, okay. but the uh, that movie is amazing. Mm-hmm. Argo is a yeah. phenomenally well-written, well-acted, well-directed film. Same scriptwriter here. Um, apparently, somebody just went to him and was like, Lex Luthor, he's like Superman's Joker. And that was all the characterization that we got. This is by far the worst portrayal of Lex Luthor that I have ever seen. Yeah. The yeah. only thing I will give credit to about Lex
1: Luthor was this was not a land claiming scheme.
2: (laughs) That's true. That's it. Think of that. Okay.
1: That's true. Okay. This is actually
0: if if it was acted properly this is a good plot for Lex Luthor. Well see I, I disagree with that because now we have to jump into Doomsday. Doomsday is in this film for some reason. And Because they needed to squeeze, I think, a fifth storyline into this movie. <laughs> Three hours wasn't enough to tell the four stories that they were telling. That You're right. Doomsday is in this film. And what happens is that Lex Luthor... Uh, okay. earlier oh, on I, in got the film, I got it. I got it. I figured it out. Someone over there saw uh,
1: the event. No, was it Avengers or Captain America? When did Colson die? The Avengers. Okay, so they saw that... That they killed off a beloved character, and mm. then the group got together and made mm. the Avengers, and they went, "We need to do that." Should we hire a Coulson? No, fuck it, we have Superman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Spoilers, we're not there yet. Um, so... I thought you were gonna say Jimmy Olsen, right? You mean
1: you mean the guy that got shot in the face at the beginning of the movie?
2: That was supposed to be
0: Jimmy Olsen. Yep. Yeah. Was it? Yep. Yeah. No way. He was credited he as Jim, James Olsen, yeah. Wow, they probably should have called him Jimmy once or twice to fucking drive that point home. Or make it seem like he was not a CIA agent. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to skip over that bit. Um, so Lex Luthor, for some reason, gets... He, he talks to a senator, um, and she tells him that she's not interested in, in his help, she can handle things on her own. She's a junior senator from Georgia. and Likes to the, wear white. The actress's name escapes me, but she That's how you know she's a good guy. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, she's, she's super a... famous. Holly Hunter. <laughs> Holly Hunter. <laughs> so Holly Hunter's character uh, is, is in this movie for apparently no reason other than just to Die. serve as fodder for death later. Um, but Luther comes to her and says, you know, we... Uh, here are the things I have an idea. I have an idea. Yeah. An idea. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Pretty much. Here are the things that I can do for you to help you combat and take care of your Superman problem. That guy's cuckoo for Cocoa Puff. Yes. yes. He's cuckoo for something. She says she's not interested. And then we cut to a scene where another guy who was in the room with her, who we are never introduced to. His name is never said on screen. But apparently he is powerful enough to get Luther the things that he wants in exchange for information. And what Luther wants is the Kryptonian ship and Zod's body. So Luther gets both of these things. He goes into the Kryptonian ship. The ship says, hey, I'm going to tell you the history of fucking everything. And apparently included in that history was how to make a giant fuck-off monster.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: He goes to make this monster, Doomsday, using Zod's body. And the ship says, that is forbidden. And Luther's response to that is forbidden is basically do it anyway, to which the computer program responds, Why the fuck not? I suppose we need to get there, so sure. <laughs> Let's just do that. He, he that's a damaged ship. <laughs> It's got a bad motivator. Uh, you he... saw,
2: it. He, he took out the key and put it back in, so that's the equivalent of turning it off and turning <laughs> yeah. it on again. Yeah, no, that's a good point. So I sorry. hadn't considered it from that angle. You want to create an abomination?
0: <laughs> Try turning it off and on again. <laughs> Unplug so it Luther... from the
2: wall, count ten, and plug it back in.
0: Luther if... cuts his own hand and uh, drops blood into, because the ship is full of what fucking you, water. What was that even about? I don't know. He was
1: adding his DNA to it.
0: He was adding yeah, his uh, his. That, I believe
1: to it's pronounced. The monster's <laughs> fucked up. What? <laughs> he just wanted to have a very fun-loving
0: personality. Yeah. He wanted so, a son. <laughs> so Doomsday is then created, and, gentlemen, Zod. Correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't seen Man of Steel in a while. Zod is not 14 feet tall. Correct. Correct. That's right. Luther in this movie. Jesse Eisenberg in real life is a pretty scrawny fucking guy, right? Yes. Why was Doomsday 20 feet tall?
1: Because they took the two of them together, and when you add A plus B, you get ampersand.
2: <laughs> it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a commentary on the director's opinion
0: of uh, genetic
2: anomalies. Mm. <laughs> and they grow huge and evil.
0: Thank you. Again, a perspective I had not considered, Mr. Much. <laughs> but that's why you're here. So Doomsday shows up. He is fucking gigantic. Like, stupid huge. Now, like it's in, it's distracting to look at on screen.
2: Just one thing coming from the the comic viewpoint mm-hmm. is Doomsday supposed to be huge. He's not that big. He's
1: supposed to be bigger than Superman, but not not bigger than a bus full of Supermen.
2: <laughs> okay
1: one thing that really got to me, and I thought was genius, let's take this huge monstrosity, this super powerful being that shoots laser beams from its face, and add electricity. Boogie woogie, woogie woogie. Yeah.
0: Why? Yeah, he basically be... they Yeah, why not? They take Doomsday and turn him into the Absorbing, absorbing Man, Man and Abomination combined. And... So, the point about this was all Luther, though. Mm -hmm. Lex Luthor, as a character, even when he has been at his silliest of Gene Hackman and Kevin Spacey, has never been stupid. Nope. And has never not had a plan. What was the plan here? Don't know. Let the chips fall where they may. Because the plan... What happens in the end of the movie, Superman... Ends up using a Kryptonian spear that Batman had uh, to use against him. Superman, the only one other than Doomsday who could be harmed by the Kryptonian spear. Batman and Wonder Woman are standing right fucking next to him. But no, the only guy who could be hurt by the thing, he picks it up and stabs Doomsday with it and they both die. No, 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 no.
1: He stabs Doomsday. Doomsday stabs him with his pointy
0: bony middle finger. Right. Okay. And what I don't understand is, okay, he took the spear. Why the only one who could be hurt by that stabbed the other fucking guy? Let's move past that. He <laughs> stabbed him in the chest. So How n- right, can we hold on? Stabs <laughs> him in the chest.
1: Okay, the the large fucking ch- ch- sharpie chunk mm-hmm. of kryptonite is now lodged inside of Doomsday. It's right. in there. It is right. it is one with Doomsday. Doomsday <laughs> then, does not die until
2: it pierces out his back. Sure. When it's in theory slightly less, less harmful, harmful to him. Yes.
0: Yeah, I I, I don't.
1: And I don't have let's an let's let's take it, Let's take this back a notch. Okay. Let's go to the origin of the spear. Okay. Batman takes this giant chunk
2: of what Batman's origin again? No. What? <laughs> okay Batman is walking out of a movie I mean,
1: theater twice. with his parents <laughs> anyhow so he has this giant chunk of kryptonite and he's using lasers to to make powder for 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 smoke bombs kryptonite mm-hmm. smoke bombs good plan I've seen it before but it's a good plan mm-hmm. and using lasers to to sharpen a, a a point to for a spear yeah what now I don't know if you've noticed in this movie but Batman is kind of shooty and stabby like really doesn't have a problem shooting and stabbing people so
2: it's a hobby everybody's got everybody's
1: got to have one fully understand that
2: now if we're taking
1: the time to make sure that we all know batman does not have a problem shooting people why didn't the motherfucker make a round of fucking bullets made out of kryptonite to shoot superman from a distance
0: he doesn't like guns that's a no, lie. No, he loves them in this movie. He loves them. Holy <laughs> shit, does he love them? And fuck it, just make one Luther bullet. <laughs> let me let me finish my Luther thought, and then we'll get back to that. Sorry. <laughs> so so at the end of this movie, Superman and Doomsday are both dead. That could not have been Luther's plan. Like no. they're going to kill each other. No. That that could not have been his plan. So the criminal mastermind, the brilliant strategist. And scientist that is Lex Luthor, as he has been depicted since the fucking 40s, had no plan. If Superman won, he's fucked. Mm-hmm. If Doomsday won, everybody's fucked. Like, what was the plan to stop Doomsday? I think his original theory was,
1: due to the fact it's part of him, he would have some sort of control over it.
0: Well, then they should
1: have fucking put something like that there. Oh, there is there. so many should haves in this fucking movie... And it's three hours. You would think it's that
0: almost th- a three hour movie mm-hmm.
1: with credits and and trailers.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Like there was so much. And so, OK, so now I, a huge problem with that jumping over to Batman killing people. A I've lot seen of the people, argue, a lot of people, like 20, at least by my count in this movie and and wanton destruction. No thought, no safety given to anything. This is Batman fucking blowing shit up. Mm-hmm.
2: <sighs> Don't forget branding people
1: and branding okay, people. I, I, the branding
0: I'm actually fine with.
1: This is the pro- I hear this a lot. <laughs> oh, <yeah>? Like I've <laughs> I've heard <this> a <laughs> <lot into> it a <laughs> lot. You know, on other podcasts and and news. He branded two people. Right. One before which we did not see that that guy ended up in prison and he got killed, but he was a pedophile. Right. Okay, so they spun it in the news to make it that it was about the brand. It wasn't about the brand. Apparently, there's a thing in prisons where kid touchers die. Just Oh, yeah, and all the time. All the Jared
0: time. from Subway is <laughs> fucked. <laughs> all that
1: poor guy. And he branded one other person. Yeah. So the brand thing, what the fuck? It doesn't matter. He's throwing shurken right. ch- at people <laughs> in the shape of a goddamn bat. <laughs>
0: Anyway, the, uh, I've seen I've seen Batman using guns in this film defended quite a bit online. And a lot of people have been posting uh, images of the very first run of Batman stories mm-hmm. um, where he had purple fucking gloves and carried a gun. Yep.
1: Now, 75 years ago.
0: Uh, yeah. OK. That is people's defense as to how Batman um, is able to use guns here. Um, no, no, stop it. It's fucking silly. Plus Listen. he had a gun for I think maybe I'm wrong. And if I'm wrong, please, if you're listening and you know the actual information, look at, but this I, he I, didn't it it wasn't like Batman started with a gun 75 years ago, and three years ago we were like, and, eh, maybe he shouldn't have the gun anymore. It was like five issues into the run. No more fucking guns. Th- this is the thing. It's it's canon. I'm okay with Batman using a gun. I'm
1: okay with it. It's mm-hmm. not I'm not it's not my favorite, but I'm okay with it. What I didn't like is the fact that Batman killed everyone. Everyone. Yeah. If yeah. if he was going against them, his goal was to kill them. He, right. He threw his car at a guy's
0: face. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay? His and we got No explanation as to what has pushed Batman to this point. We got Batman's origin story, which we all fucking know and doesn't need to be in a movie. I've joked about it a couple times. It is in this film twice. Mm -hmm. We see Batman's origin fucking twice. Yeah, but this is
1: the first time we saw Levitating
0: Bruce Wayne. (laughs) So yeah. That was pretty badass. My biggest problem, (laughs) my biggest problem. And Dan Slott did this beautifully on Twitter. Chris pointed this out. We were talking the other day. But uh, Zack Snyder said his defense <laughs> this for this Batman killing <laughs> people. No, 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 not, no. not the Star Wars okay. thing. His defense for Batman killing people, when, when he was asked about it, he said, well, it's more kind of like manslaughter. And if you look at The Dark Knight Returns, Batman is killing all the time in that book. Which just goes to show you the fundamental problem with this movie he Zack Snyder has said that he based his batman off of Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns because he likes it and respects it so much and thinks it is such a great uh batman story mm-hmm. apparently he didn't fucking read it because right. in The Dark Knight Returns batman shoots one person mm-hmm. he shoots a child molester mm-hmm. and then presented later in the book with a gun Batman breaks the gun in half and says, these are the weapons of our enemies. These are a coward's weapon. We are too good for it. We don't need it. Mm -hmm. Batman doesn't fucking shoot people. Mm -hmm. It's to. (laughs) I understand that once things are created and they're put out into the world, other people will have artistic interpretations of those things. That's fine. You are, you are allowed to have an artistic interpretation of something as long as you do not change the core of the character. This movie was not Batman versus Superman. It was the Punisher versus Hyperion. That is the movie that Ooh, they made. That's true. Yep. They did not make Batman versus Superman. There is no characterization in this that is anything close To either Batman or Superman. They fucked up Batman terribly. And Ben Affleck did an amazing job with the material that he was given. And I am sort of excited for a Ben Affleck Batman movie. Mm -hmm. But what they have done to Superman. Superman does not work without hope. And there is no hope in this film.
2: This was a hopeless Superman. Mm -hmm.
0: It is in Man of Steel. There is no hope in Batman versus Superman. This is a Superman without hope. The world that they have created appears to be a world where no one has ever told a joke ever. Oh,
1: I have a question. I heard this theory. <laughs> this is very true. Uh, uh-huh. That have either of you played uh, injustice. Yeah. Is there Briefly. The, is there the possibility that this is the route they're going? It would
0: fucking seem to be, okay, but but even that, the only reason that Injustice works is because there is 75 years of clearly established big blue Boy Scout. Right.
1: No, I'm just curious. Maybe he read (laughs) Dark Knight and then someone got him a PlayStation and said, here's the new Justice League game. Check this shit out, yo. And then he played it for a little bit. I believe you. (laughs) <laughs> I, I mean, makes, I, it makes I, sense. <laughs> it makes as much sense as him in another interview saying, "Oh, Batman didn't kill that many people. Look at how many people the f- what's the first army the fir- the Star Wars bad guys
2: mm-hmm. first order? the first
1: order killed in the first few minutes of that movie. They're <sighs> bad guys. The Nazi-like no. regime in no, Star Zach. Wars.
0: No, Zach. That's who he <laughs> compared them to." this movie to me and i have i do have some some hardcore comic book fans that really did like this movie this movie to me is such a slap in the face to comic book fans to its core audience because who the fuck else is going to get the parademon dark side shit that's in there right oh uh, no, no one right just no nope. and can we briefly talk about how forced and shoehorned in like Look, it's the Justice League. Oh yeah, here the they YouTube are. Videos
1: that she was watching. Oh man, <laughs>
0: what the That's fuck, weak, huh? Oh my god, it. But what? Gal Gadot did a phenomenal job as well. She was great as Wonder Woman, and she is the best part of this movie, I, by far.
1: I, I I will agree with that, and because the one shining moment in that fucking Doomsday battle scene. Yeah. Is when she gets knocked on her ass and she shakes it off and smiles and gets right back into the thick of it.
0: That was badass. That was
1: perfect. See, like yeah. this is this is what I like I don't understand. He got that perfectly.
0: Yeah. And he that's was just, just Wonder he, Woman. He was just remaking Sucker Punch there. Okay, true. That was all that was. Gotcha. It, there, is, there is so much wrong with this film.
1: He needs to be stopped.
0: There's, it, There's yeah. a petition. And he's the one directing Justice League. He needs so. to be stopped. Oh, dear. really? Oh, yeah, yeah, Zack Snyder is, is writing oh. and directing Justice League.
1: but and, the, and this is the thing. It's making a huh. gajillion dollars. And everybody well, of course in, it is. in the studio is going to be like, oh, that's because Zack Snyder did it. Right. And that's not to the, studio, the yeah. case. It's because you put Batman and
0: fucking Superman on the screen. Right. Unfortunately, you fucked it up. Here here. I think is my biggest problem with this movie. Beyond everything else that we've already talked about, and we could go on literally for hours about the problems that this movie had. And maybe this is my, own, my opinion because I have children, but when I watch the Marvel movies, there is, there hasn't been one thing in a Marvel movie, not talking about the TV shows because I would not let my kids watch Daredevil, but there has not been one thing in those movies that I would be uncomfortable with my six-year-olds watching. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would be interested in the Captain America movies, for example, because it's a political thriller. Mm-hmm. But but there is not one thing in those movies that I would be like, no, a fucking kid can't watch this. I you would... made a Batman and Superman movie that kids can't go see. Or at least they fucking should Oh, shouldn't. they did. They yeah They shouldn't. I was they in a did. theater...
1: It was empty, okay, because I went at a weird time. Right. Okay. Matinee. It wasn't really a matinee. It was like one. I don't know. Isn't matinee the first showing of the day?
3: Hmm. It was like four. Usually. All right. So
1: then, yes, technically, it was a matinee. Um, there were like six other people in the theater with me. Uh, three of which were a couple and their child, and they were one row in front of me, off to the left. And as and it was a young kid. As I'm watching
0: this movie, I got uncomfortable at the fact that that child was watching. And that's a problem with a Batman and Superman movie. Yeah. And like that's, I said to you, a I went, Big problem. I
1: walked out of that movie more depressed than when I walked in. And I should never, ever do that with a comic book movie.
0: No. It was. It was bad. Like. Beyond, beyond everything else, it was a bad film. They made a bad movie and they're going to keep They should just like call Marvel. Be like, hey guys,
1: listen, we need, we, we need some pointers.
0: We don't know how to do this. What they should have done, honestly, my opinion is skip all of this. They should have just made the justice league movie. Yeah. They're trying to copy the Marvel model of starting with the individual characters and building to the Justice League. Just start with the fucking Justice League. Just they were just, just shy of it. They, I mean, I mean, they. Uh, I don't know. So disappointed. Hey, maybe when so, the DVD comes
1: out and I get the R-rated version, I'll like it more.
0: <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah. That'll, yeah. That'll Is that coming? It.
1: That's coming. Yes.
0: Get the fuck out of here.
1: There will be an R-rated Batman Superman movie. Like uh, because I'll watch it.
0: Because Deadpool was successful. It I need to see this movie again.
1: Why? Because you're a
0: sadist? Yeah. Oh. Well it okay. <laughs> goes without saying. Um I need to see this again because I need to see if it was just my initial reaction that was so negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? There um, was a lot
1: of things in the movie. The editing was bad. It was disjointed. Editing it, was super bad. It, it was not linear. It was bad. Now, if someone was to take it to do like a super cut of some sort and maybe, you know, cut all the scenes together and then reshuffle them and put them in the right order, the movie or just
2: hit shuffle <laughs> and just watch it that way.
1: <laughs> the movie might be better. It might make more sense. There are still glaring problems. Batman being shooty. Superman being a dickhead. Yeah. Like L- Luther being a jackass. The Joker
0: or the Riddler at, <laughs> you know, the,
1: at best. But even with those character flaws, if you can have a good solid story in there, it might make it more tolerable.
0: I don't So know. disappointed. So disappointed.
1: I, just. Listen, let's, let's, just, let's just end this shit show.
0: I want to see Suicide Squad less.
1: I don't think that's fair. They're recutting Suicide Squad and adding funnier stuff. They're actually shooting more to make it funnier.
0: I, I was, I I was already concerned about the Joker in that movie. And after seeing this... Maybe he'll be
1: really <sighs> smart and calculated and bald. Maybe. He will be one of those.
0: <laughs> Martha. Martha!
1: Wait, wait. Your, your mom? My, my mom? Our mom's? <laughs> Mom! Mom! Let's be
0: best friends! Do we have the same mom? Super <sighs> friends forever. Jesus fucking Christ. Ah, announcer guy, say some shit. Thank you, Dan! Attention listeners! Did you know the Geekade crew are real people you can get in touch with? Did you also know you can keep track of what comes out on the fabulous Geekade website without even visiting it? Did you know that Dean irons his vest every hour on the hour to be prepared for anything? Wait, really? Well, you can keep in touch with GeekAid by following them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, and more. If that's not enough, you can also send them an email at mail at Be sure to check out the show notes to get all the links and more information on today's episode. Back to you, Dan! Thanks, announcer guy. And again, thank you for tuning in to this extra-large edition of the uh, Paper Cuts podcast, the giant-size annual <laughs> Of the paper putts, uh, paper putts Podcast. That's a thing. The Paper Cuts Podcast. Uh, we really do appreciate you listening. Um, if you have a minute, why don't you head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, wherever it is you listen to your uh, podcast. Leave us a review and a rating. Helps get more eyes and ears on the show. Helps move us up the charts. And it is absolutely 100% free. All it costs you is time. Which... Let's be honest. You have plenty of, um, if you wow. want to get in touch with us, you can send us, uh, an email over at mail at geekade.com. If you want to follow us individually on Twitter or Instagram, you can follow me on either of those services. I am at geekade. Dan, you can follow Evan at geekade underscore Evan. And you can follow Matt at geekade Matt. You could also follow Dean at kimono underscore Vestlord. uh, you three gentlemen are on the Twitter universe. You guys post funny things every now and again. Mm-hmm. We try. To be honest, you guys need to step up your Twitter game. Hey, uh, Join hey. us again hey. next week. I'm doing the Tumblr now. <laughs> <laughs> join us again next week as we uh, talk about comic books and not Batman versus Superman, although I have a sinking uh, suspicion that it's going to crop its way in there somehow. Um, Till that time, for Matt Much, for Evan Goldstein, for Dean DeFalco, and for Dan Ryan, I am... Dan Ryan. I'm just going to grab a beer. Hold on.
3: Oh, Jesus Christ. I know.
2: Now?
1: (laughs) All right, so seeing as Dean's not on, let's see if we can rack this in in, what, 32 minutes?
2: Yeah, that's not not our goal, though,
1: right? I'm tired. I've been at this computer all fucking afternoon. Really? Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I literally just finished uploading SAG. Sag, yeah. So, in a world where the turtles join Shredder, oh,
2: that's pretty good. Thank you. Wow. <laughs>
1: I've been practicing. Oh,
2: okay. That's a lie.
1: I haven't yeah. been practicing. Oh, well. <laughs>
2: oh. oh. Did we? Oh, go
1: ahead. Hold on one second. I just realized I have my air this round. I gotta shut it off. Hold on.
0: Did everybody leave? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, beer, beer, beer. Where are you? There we go. What's up? So, like,
2: <laughs> did we really read Suiciders? <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry. I missed your message. I, it's, it's fine.
3: Uh, We're
1: all here now. Well, most of us are here most of
0: us the important people are here oh dag
1: oh man <laughs> baby is seriously in the corner this week
0: <laughs> sick burn sick burn son nobody puts baby in the corner i fucking do <sighs>